Thank you for choosing to listen to this message. At Coastal, we believe in changing and enriching lives through the power of the Word. We pray that this message would be a blessing to you. And I think I've really gotten off easy. And, uh, well, I just, I, just, I just feel blessed, put it that way. And uh, I don't think... I've missed out on a thing that the Lord would have. And we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> We're still going to kick around a little bit and find out. Okay. Uh, but somebody cut in on you, and that, that kind of persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. It's not coming from the inside. It's not coming from God. That call to legalism, that call to, to do something else other than have Jesus Christ. It does not come from God. It doesn't come from the inside. It's coming from who? Well, it's them Judaizers that, that snuck in here after Paul left. That, you know why they didn't do that while he was there? He'd step on them right away. Matter of fact, he said one time, said, we'll see how much power they got when I show up. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, a little yeast works through the whole batch of dough. Most of you get that, don't you? It, there's only one place in, uh, in the Bible, I think, in, in one parable in which yeast is used in, in a good way. Usually it's bad if you use the word, if you use the idea of yeast. Little yeast does. So if you, again, if you just get a little bit of that in the church, pretty soon, guess what? <laughs> It just, it just by nature wants to be duplicating itself and running out all over. Okay. I am confident in the Lord that you will take on no other view. The one who is throwing you into confusion, whoever that may be, will have to pay the penalty. It is one thing for you to make a mistake it's one thing for you to do wrong. It's another thing to try to get other people to do wrong with you. It's another thing, and it ain't good, okay? And that's all he's saying here. It'd be better a millstone hung around your neck and you throw it into the sea than to cause one of these little ones to stumble. Yeah. Your, your, first, your first objective is what? Do no harm. Do no harm. Because uh, they, they will pay a penalty for this. They will pay a penalty. Uh, that doesn't end this. So we got a little bit more to do on this, on this section, I think. Brothers and sisters, if I am still preaching circumcision, why am I still persecuted? Now, I, I, I worked on this a little bit, trying to understand what Paul was saying. Okay. I think the Jews in Jerusalem hated him. I think they treated him like a stepchild. Awful. I think, I think they put a mark on him and they said, this guy we do not like. And why don't they like him? It's because he preaches the simple grace of God in Jesus Christ and that's all you need and that's all there is. And all this has is, is got to be gone. And one of, the, 
the reasons I, I say that is because when he went to Jerusalem for the last time, I never heard anybody stand up for him except his nephew. Nobody stood up for Paul. They let that crowd take him and was going to kill him out there on the street and, and just uh, have a riot because they hate him. Is because he preached the gospel of Jesus Christ according to grace. And uh, I think it's evident there, but there are probably other places as well. Uh, in that case, the offense of the cross has been abolished. And he, but he faces that, that persecution because of the cross of Jesus Christ. And, uh, as for those agitators, I wish they would go the whole way and emasculate themselves. <laughs> You now, most of, I don't know, um, most of our culture has no idea what they're talking about here. That is castration is what that is, okay? And what they say is, instead of just cutting a little bit off, just cut a lot off. <laughs> no, it's, it's Paul, okay, so it's good for us to say that, you know? Uh, so uh, Now, not all cultures... Uh, practice castration as, as a, uh, uh, you know, to, to make, uh, to say to make horses better is, uh, is to do what? Well, that's one way to do it is castrate all the, the, yeah, make gildings out of, uh, except just a few good horses and that'll raise the quality of horses. But a lot of cultures didn't do that. Native Americans, I know they get horses late. They got her. I think somewhere around 1500, somewhere in there, I think they get horses from, you know, they got them from the Spanish that brought them over. Um, but most of the Native Americans did not practice castration. Now, Nez Perez did. And, and we know of that because uh, uh, Lewis and Clark Expedition met them and they, they, they castrated a bunch of horses uh, while, while uh, uh, Lewis and Clark was there. But the point is, a lot of them don't do that, okay? But uh, in a lot of cultures, so this, is, this is normal practice, is castration. It was, it, it was, if you have horses, you do, I mean, you just castrate them. It saves you a lot of trouble. And... Yeah, so you, can, you, yeah, you have the eunuch come in there because we can trust them around women, around your woman. Trust them. Eunuchs. That's what. Okay. Yeah, you get a lesson in uh, husbandry here tonight, okay? It's <laughs> so you get a lesson in husbandry here tonight. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, but, uh, and uh, what do you, he just, he just making a note here, it, it doesn't do you any good to be circumcised. That's well, first of all. That's the first thing. Yeah. And if you're going to promulgate that, we just wish bad on you. <laughs> Let's go ahead. Let's slip with the knife and do more damage. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Let's, okay. That. But that's the first one. Now he's he's arguing against what's going on in the church and one and that's this idea of the law somehow. If you obey the law, it will help you in your relationship with God. And uh, Paul's saying, no, grace through faith is sufficient 
Jesus died, and that is all you need. He died for you. He was buried and rose again the third day. Your sins are gone. And all the righteousness you need is in Jesus Christ, and you have that on your credited account with God because of Jesus Christ. Okay, go ahead. Well, it's a good. I think so. Paul's saying that's what's happening to you if if you do that. Uh, now you know how they how they understood that or not. We I, I, I probably not well to talk too much about that. But Paul's saying. Uh, to to do that is wrong and it really messes everything up. Yeah, this this law, anything you add to that. Yeah, and that's that's the thing he's fighting here. I want to say he's and now the next one he's going to fight is libertinism. I think that's our yeah. Our next one is libertinism. Okay, uh, we we may not get to Habakkuk at this. All right, but the, we, we don't have to hurry up. Okay, let's go to our uh, libertinism, and that's uh, uh, 13 through 15. We don't spend much time, uh, as much time on that, okay? Now, this is the other idea that he's fighting there. So you have the ones that want you to observe the law, and one says it doesn't matter what you do. You ought to go ahead and do anything, okay? And Paul's saying no to both. No to both. Okay. Uh, you, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. And I love that word, indulge. Okay? Be careful. I, I want to say this nicely. If you're going to indulge yourself, be really careful. That's not a good thing. Okay? Don't indulge yourself. We're going to see that come up later. Have you seen people that indulge themselves? They get angry and they throw a little hissy fit. Yeah, you... you. <laughs> you threw a hissy fit? Oh, Jerry. Okay. We'll work on you. <laughs> but when somebody did some really funny stuff with those words, they're the only person that can tell the difference between a hissy fit and something else. Uh, I don't know, but somebody, I was doing some comic, it's probably a Christian comic, I guess, okay. But just be careful, you're going to indulge, and you, and you don't want to indulge the flesh, okay? You, you really don't want to do that, okay? That, that, that can get you in trouble. Rather serve one another humbly in love. There's that love again. There's that idea of love as the expression. And how do you do that? no arrogance whatsoever. It's going to come up again later as a, as a big point, okay? As not arrogant in any way, uh, not haughty in any way. Uh, in other words, you don't serve somebody and make any show out of it. You are very gentle as how you do that. Um, when I did weddings, I tell the bridesmaid, you are invisible. You do everything. You make sure that train's in the right place and you do all that work, you, you make, you're, 
job is to serve her, but you are invisible. And that is a good way to put that, okay? When you work with somebody, you try to, uh, you know, if you're going to try to help someone, you be invisible as possible to do that. Yeah, and uh, just be, be humble about it. Yeah, try to, try to be humble about it. And, and, and then helpful, okay? But, but you know, it's how, how do you do? serve one another humbly in love? Uh, so uh, you don't serve yourself. You, you, you're, you, you, it, it's not what you feel it matters. It's what the other person feels it matters at that point. And how can you serve them uh, with, 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 with humility? For the entire law is filled in keeping this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Now, Jesus was asked, what is the greatest commandment? And he said, love the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. And that's the greatest commandment. And the second is likened to that and to love your neighbor as yourself. For all the prophet and the law hangs on what? Love. Hangs on those two commandments. So I'm reading this book called Dominion, and it says these Christian ideas have been around so long that they're part of our culture without us even knowing about it. We, we don't know where they came from. And I just want to remind you that the Beatles sang, all you need is love. Just want to remind you. All right. I'm sorry. Which the, the 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 one love your neighbor as yourself? Oh, okay. I was trying to stay away from that one. <laughs> if you bite and devour each other, watch out. Or you will be destroyed by each other. I mean, it just makes sense. I think it was Gandhi who said, you know, if you have an eye for an eye and tooth for a tooth, that only ensures we're all going to be blind and toothless. <laughs> I think it was Gandhi who come up with that, yeah. But it's right. You know, it's, it's right. It's because we're all sinners. And, uh, yeah, so you, you don't want to bite and devour each other. Again, take, just don't do harm. Make sure you don't do harm. And our job is whoever we meet, our job is maybe to help them along on their path, whatever that is, whatever that path is for them. I don't know. But, to, but, but to just to help them along, that's our, that's our job. That, that's, that's, that's what we do. Uh, if, you, if you wonder what, what I hope comes out of this here, is that you understand God's word and it improves the quality of your life. Just that simple. That you understand God's word and by that you will improve the quality of your life. Just that simple. It's also oh simple. And some of these ideas are not that simple. Okay, this is the second idea is you are... You are not allowed in the God, you, you know, to do anything you want. It is true you have the grace of God on your life, 
And there's nothing you can do to destroy that or to make that. You can't do that. That was done by Jesus Christ on the cross for you. But it does matter how you live. Not your salvation. It won't help your salvation, but it does matter how you live. Okay, uh, is that it? And now the, the third option here is live by the Spirit. Are we there yet? Yeah. Uh, walk in the Spirit. So we, we, got, we don't want to walk in legalism. We don't want to walk in libertinism because it does matter. You know? Well, then how do we walk? We walk in the Spirit. <laughs> so I say walk uh, by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. That makes sense, doesn't it? Jesus asked the disciples to pray, and uh, they fell asleep. And Jesus says, the spirit is willing, the flesh is weak. Sometimes you've got to give it a pat on the back, sometimes higher and lower than other times, and sometimes harder than other times. But you have to discipline yourself. You, you can't let your flesh dictate to you what we're going to do today. And besides, it's weak. So you can handle it. That is, you can make it do what you want it to do. The spirit is willing. The flesh is weak. So don't, don't give in to the flesh. So the alarm goes off and my flesh says what? Oh man, this is warm. You got a woman here that loves you. This is where you stay. Oh, sometimes you got to get up. You got to do it. All right? You got to get out and get your exercise. Your little son, you can't let your flesh dictate that, okay? Because your flesh will sit around and listen to Fox News all night. <laughs> so all right enough of that right amen we good for the flesh desires what is contrary to the spirit and the spirit what is contrary to the flesh they are in conflict with each other so that you are not to do whatever you want to do i remember younger i said well i met jesus christ and he operated on my wanter I thought it was good. <laughs> I thought it was a good line. Yeah. Then I don't want the things I used to. No, I don't do that. Well, all right. All right. But there, whatever you want. But, but if you are led by the Spirit, you, you are not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious. Sexual immorality, impurity. By the way, I think Pastor did a great job with that. I thought he did a good job uh, talking about uh, being immoral, uh, uh, not being faithful to your wife or your husband. I thought he did a great job with that. Yet, oh, you had fornication in that. Oh, yeah. Yes, you had fornication. That's yeah. what it was. I know. I have to get my dictionary out for this all the time, okay? I had to get my dictionary out for debauchery tonight, okay? I had to look that up. I don't know if it matters to you or not, but I did. Uh, the acts of the flesh are obviously sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery. You know, yeah, that's what—that's a big one there. It, it, it does roll off your tongue, really. Debauchery. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good, huh? <laughs> yeah, 
But they, it's, it's just this riotous living is what it is. It's riotous living, uh, that, that idea behind there. Idolatry and witchcraft, we know about that. That goes back to that fate, that horoscope, um, paganism uh, sort, sort of thing. Uh, hatred, oh, there's a, boy, that's a nasty thing to have. Boy, you get that disease, oh, it's awful to hate someone. Do you ever do that? Yeah, I had someone I hated. Well, more than one. <laughs> I'm only willing to confess to one here. <laughs> but I did, I, been, I did that until I could turn that loose. And with genuineness now, I'm talking about genuineness of heart, wish that person well or had been better than they were. You're, because hatred doesn't, it's poison, but it doesn't poison who you hate. It poisons you because you've got it. And, and you don't, I, I don't want to preach on every one of these, but I, I want to get discord. We know what that is. We know people that sow discord. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. They ask you, have you stopped beating your wife yet? You know, that kind of, they're, all their questions are couched in ways you can't even answer them. You know, without, anyway, nothing. Jealousy. <laughs> is that me? All right. Okay. Oh, here's fits of rage. This is this is that. Does this fit you, Jerry? Yeah, yeah. But you see people, they just indulge themselves in this little fit that they're going to have, and they, have a, they throw themselves in. Did it hit anybody? Did it hit? Did it miss everybody? Okay. All right. That's better. He's improving. He's improving. Yeah. Uh, but, but don't indulge yourself like that. It's not good for you. It really isn't good for you. you know, it's, it's better off, okay? Uh, now, selfish ambition. There, there you go. Uh, dissension, factions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. <laughs> this is not a complete list he's got here, but this is a good one. Okay, here. And the like. And the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. And I can't remember where that text is, but you know that, that a person that lives like this just is not in tune at all with what God has in store for them. They they are not. You know, they're they're lost as a goose in a hailstorm. They don't they don't know what way to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amen. Don't do that. Okay, don't do that. All right, let's go to the next slide. Okay. But the fruit of the Spirit, oh, here, look. Love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness. I know I always say this when I uh, talk about love and the, and the idea. When it dawned on me as a young man, especially in relationship with my wife, whom I love, when it, when it dawned on me that kindness was better than being right, it changed a lot. It didn't change everything, but it changed a lot. And, and so it, just love is kind, uh, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, um, I don't know if this is the same word, but, but that 
that Paul talked to Timothy with. For, for God did not give us the spirit of fear, uh, but of power and of self-control. Um, I know there are other translations for that. I know that. Uh, those who belong to Jesus Christ have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us become, let us not become conceited, provoking, and envying each other. I don't know if you've been bitten by envy before, but I have. I've been bitten by envy. And it, I, thank God, I had a friend that I could talk to. And I could tell him about it. And we, we talked about it. And we talked about it. And, and finally, I was able to give, give that up. And, but that was ter that's terrible. That's not a good place to be. And, and you, you need to deal. Don't, don't be envious of other people. Okay, uh, is that provoking envy? Oh, yes, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, Graham. Go ahead, Linda. Oh, against such years. You're right. I didn't read that. Thank you for pointing that out. Uh, and I love that phrase. There's no such law against these things. So you can do these all the time. Anytime you want to do them, you can do them. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You don't have to work. Uh, so I don't know why I wasn't even paying attention to the clock. Okay. All right. Uh, are we good? That gets us down to we, what we got is uh, just general rules of life, uh, which we'll have uh, starting with uh, verse 6-1. But uh, we'll, we'll uh, deal with that when we get to it, okay? Let's, let's pray together. Lord, we thank you for your love toward us. And Lord, we thank you for Paul, who has the